Welcome to a brand new episode of the Kickout. I go by the name of Skillet. I'm Flu, and I'm Mex. And yes, we are back here again, giving you a rundown of wrestling events. Monday Night Raw, the world of wrestling, a little bit of AEW news, whatever we throw in the hat. Um, Flu, you wasn't in the last week's episode. Mex, mm. myself, and Tay. We spoke about Molly Holly being inducted to the Hall of Fame of 2021. What is your thoughts on Molly Holly getting the Hall of Fame? Um, I, I think that's perfectly good. I think she's one of the nicer people in wrestling you keep hearing. Um, yeah, apparently a lot of people, when they tell their story, Molly Holly's one of the ones they mentioned that kind of got them to the next level and stuff like that. My issue with the Hall of Fame is if, if it goes too long already and it's like four hours long, are they going to do a four-hour-long event, then do a beat, do the first night WrestleMania, then a second? They're doing both Hall of Fame inductee ceremonies, correct? I think, yeah, they're doing it on the same show on the Tuesday before WrestleMania. So I think they're just going to induct 2020 and 2021's guys all at once. So that could be an eight-hour show, just inducting. <laughs> yeah, I think how they're going to do it, it's a lot like how the Grammys did it. Some of it will be like live stream speeches. Some of it will be people, people be in attendance. Do you know what I mean? I don't think it will be like a... Uh, so they might have some control a bit more on speeches. You know, uh, Flu, you were with us that time when Hillbilly Jim... Were you not with us, Phil? Flu? No, I, I'm not for the Hillbilly Jim one, no. Which old thing you were with us with? I did. I saw the one when Brett got tackled. Oh, you saw when Brett got tackled. Okay. Yeah. Well, the year before that. Oh no, you're. I could have sworn. No. So 2000. When did we went New Orleans? We. I think we went to New Orleans, and it was New Orleans. But didn't we? Wasn't I doing something else that night or something? I can't remember. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think. Yeah. I don't think you joined us to Hall of Fame. <laughs> no, I could have sworn we watched Hall of Fame together with me, you, and Tay, and then you got bored and left early. What happened was. Yeah, that's what was, happened then, didn't it? it, was, it was, yeah. What happened was flu. No, no, no. It was myself and Ted. We went to the Hall of Fame together. Yeah. You joined us afterwards. You were out. You were out with some friends. You were really? out with some friends. And then you met up with us. Oh, no. And that must have been the same night as Brett. That must have been the Brett Hart night. Because yeah. I, think, I think when you joined us, you saw that guy who attacked Brett getting kicked out. Yeah. And people were, oh, so they getting, some guy chewing. Skills. Yeah, because he was getting the shit kicked out of him <laughs> all over that people like listen people just think there's a little scoop for you guys a little inside story a lot of people just think it was just the dash wilder punch and that was it it was not that guy that guy was getting the shit kicked out of him all over that damn stadium and it took, and it took ages and no one was allowed to come back up so you came in Flew, you came in to meet us, but you were, you were told to stay downstairs. That's you right. Come up because they were still kicking the shit at that guy. That's right. <laughs> I, I do remember finally, being held in an area. Finally, yeah, yeah. And when they finally eject him out of the, the stadium, that's when you were allowed to come and meet us for Hall of Fame. That is that. So I'm confusing two dates. But there was a time where I think it was Tay and I, we got really bored when he'll be the gym was doing a speech. I think we that was the year before. That was yeah. the year before. That's the New Orleans one. Is that New Orleans? Yeah, I think it was. Kane on red. Kane ready backstage. Whenever someone starts going too long and talking about their mother, Kane can just come out. The mayor, can come out. <laughs> Glenn. Glenn. Glenn can come out. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Let's. Um. Okay. Yeah. Molly Holly definitely deserves Hall of Fame for sure. I'm excited to see. I'm surprised they didn't mention any more names, Max, on Raw. No. No mm -hmm. other. No other names mentioned. 
Not Let's yet, say Taker and people like that do get involved. Isn't that a massive slap in the face to your Batistas? I mean, it doesn't matter. NWO, screw them and stuff like that. They're going to have like four before their career's over and stuff like that. But for someone like Batista who deserves it, I think it's a little bit of a kind of... So this is what I think. I think they're going to leave Batista as the headliner and just everyone that they're going to add to this class is just going to be like under Batista. Right. I don't think that, I don't think they're going to have two headliners. Usually they announce the headliners first. So, um, yeah. The headliners technically should be NWO. Technically. But technically, absolutely, but not if they already didn't have two of them. Hogan, because of Hogan's legacy, Hogan's recent tirade mm. and yeah, it's gonna. It's. I think Max is right. They're gonna give it to Batista. Batista will be the Batista's the biggest star at Willem right now, currently at the moment. Batista so. was the headliner last year, anyway, when they announced it. Yeah, they don't yeah. like the co-main event, co-main event thing, but yeah, Batista was yeah. the last name that was mentioned. So yeah, but normally the first name that's mentioned is the headliner. Normally, mm. normally, and NWO was the first name that was mentioned. But yes, I agree. Batista would have headlined it anyway, regardless. Um. We got some questions. Let's do some questions quickly from last week, and then we'll ask some questions for later on. Some so this is last week questions that I didn't really get to address. Here's a kick out podcast. This is from Novak84. Uh, would you accept Brian winning the title at Fast Lane for the story where two wrestlers told they would not wrestle ever again, headlining WrestleMania? So obviously he's in talking about Edge and Brian being the main event at WrestleMania. Flu, let's go to Flu first. Would you want to see Brian win the title from Roman Reigns at Fastlane and then they go to a story arc where it's Edge versus Brian and these two were told they could never ever wrestle again. They had both had neck injuries or head injuries or whatever and now they're both back in the ring. Okay, I didn't think of it with that angle. It doesn't strike me that Vince McMahon would ever want to book an angle, which is like these two people shouldn't be wrestling anymore, but now they are because they both had serious neck injuries. Um, and the same thing, you know, you could say Roman Reigns has gone through massive uh, medical issues as well. So I like the idea of a three-way. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't know, Edge versus Daniel Bryan. And then you've got... Edge versus Daniel Bryan and Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. It's just... Yeah, it's not really a star-powered... Yeah. I mean, oh, Max, what do you think? I mean, would you would you rather have um, Edge Bryan or Edge Roman or Edge Ryan... Bryan? <laughs> Whatever, you know what I mean. Ryan. <laughs> it was a bit late, so I'm about three down. <laughs> um... Well, firstly, I think that's a it's a nice little story arc to tell, but there is no chance Roman Reigns is available and not going to WrestleMania in a big profile mm. match. So yeah, that's never happening. No, um, I thought three and he wins. Yeah, I think I think well, to be honest, if I I'm I'm actually quite worried right now if this match becomes a triple threat, that Roman's actually gonna drop the title because he can drop it without it being pinned. Mm. Um but yeah, I, I right now I would actually rather see at WrestleMania. Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns. I'm, I'm not feeling this Edge stuff. I, I've never really felt it, but Edge felt big, like, you know, big um, big name, big value at the time. But, um, yeah, I think it should be Daniel Bryan and Ro Wrestle um, Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Yeah. So not Edge. They pulled the, not they, they pulled the trigger on that kid a year late, didn't they? He came back to pomp and circumstance and then the crowds disappear and then he had a poor WrestleMania match. And now a year later, do you know what I mean? It all, I love Edge. I'm an Edge guy. He's probably in my top 10. But 
I, I definitely think it should be Brian and Reigns, but because Edge has won the Royal Rumble, mm. it, has, it has to be Edge, right? Well, yo, yeah, that's what I mean. So we can't really get out of that situation. Yeah. But, no, um... that's, the problem. that's the problem with wrestling. It's like, okay, Edge won the Royal Rumble. Didn't this week someone just decide they want a title match so they were given one or something? Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, just, yeah. it's so nonsensical at the moment. You can bust your ass. You can win the Elimination Chamber and almost die. You can win the Royal Rumble and get through 30 people and spend an hour punishing your body. Or you can just go up to that ball geese in the backstage and say, can I have a title match? <laughs> mm, yes, yes, you can. Okay, cheers. I know which one I do. Do you know what I mean? Just, you can just go up to people and say, I want a title match. Wasn't there a tag match this week when they just said, yeah, um, this week didn't, um, not to go on to Raw, but AJ and the big chat. And almost, yeah. They just went and asked for a tag team title match. At you WrestleMania, you don't need to win a Royal Rumble. You don't need to just go and ask. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he he didn't lie, man. He um, didn't lie at all. Big up to Liam Lo at Lomskifich. I think I pronounced that wrong. I'm so sorry, Liam. Uh, he says, guys, can any chance you can explain to me the reason for Shane versus Braun on the next podcast? I'm a little lost. Cheers in advance. <laughs> Um, Liam, thank you. I think we're gonna we're gonna address that when um, Mex give us the little rundown of Raw this week, and we'll ask. We'll definitely raise that question between Shane and Braun. I mean, we knew that was coming. Um, uh, but uh, and uh, another one, Chris Wilson uh, at Chris Wilson sings. He's actually um, been he tagged us in something involving um, USA Network. So big up to him. Uh, he, he also asked, uh, you I don't think this is a question. This is probably just, he's just tagging us, tag, tagging us again on one okay. of these tweets. I think it's um, a round of applause to Impact Wrestling for reminding me, reminding us that Drew and Bobby clashed for the TNA world title back in June 2016. Reminded like they also <laughs> went at it for the WWE Championship at Backlash on the 14th of June 2020. All available, of course, on the WWE Network. At WWE UK, at BT Sport WWE, at Kick Out Podcast. Yeah, okay, big, big, um, big him up. You know what he's doing because every time there's a match that has happened in TNA comes up on WWE TV, TNA make that match free on like their network or whatever it is, or they put it on their YouTube channel to show like I don't know, we had Drew McIntyre or Drew Galloway versus um, yeah, of course, they do that a lot. Yeah, that's that's what he's getting at. Yeah. And one last question is from Kinetic. Um, if we get more questions during the podcast, I will, will address them. But for now, these are the questions we have. Kinetic tweets at us, why is Two Cold Scorpio still wrestling? <laughs> I didn't know he still was. I yeah, asked him, yeah. I asked to prove, to show us some footage because I didn't realize he was still wrestling. If he's still wrestling, and I've seen Two Cold Scorpio, the last time I saw Scorpio, his condition since 2000, 2006, hasn't been great. So I can only see that getting worse in 2021. So... I'll um, tag you in some stuff. He had the match like two weeks ago. Is he still um, doing the 450 splash? Is he still yeah, doing yeah, yeah. the Scorpio so, hangover? If he's still doing I'm here for it. I'm here for it. If he's still doing those He's but still doing all of that. He's worried that he's probably going to kill himself. But hey, I feel like wrestlers... You know, I, was, I was watching... I, I can't remember who the wrestler was, but someone mentioned what's one of the worst finishes to take. And apparently Two Cold Scorpio's 450 splash is one of them because it's just... Because he's a portly chap. Yeah. He likes butts and he cannot lie. And he when and he just like yeah. Jeff Hardy now with the Swanton. Apparently that's another one because they're just so messed up that they don't really you know 
bend the knees and roll anymore. They just oh, land on you, apparently. Yeah. I'm so sure uh, yeah. I'm sure the five stars frog splash by RVD must have been a bit to do. Not today. fun. Well, he was known for not giving an F, did he? He was a stiff gentleman. Okay. Um, Max, please take over the reins of the show. Do you have before we talk about Monday Night Raw? Mm. Can we talk about the world of wrestling? Any news that you can share light on? So, um, I think the big news for today is that obviously, for those that tuned into Raw, um, the tickets were meant to go on sale today, being Tuesday, um, and they haven't gone on sale for WrestleMania. They said that they're going to push this back to later on in the week. Some people have said that this is due to a COVID outbreak um, in WWE, particularly NXT, which um, I guess that, yeah, that's the other news story. There's been a COVID outbreak, um, put a couple of matches in jeopardy for Wednesday night. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it looks like, especially with how things happen on Raw, which we'll talk about in a second, maybe they want to push the date back slightly so they can announce some matches so people can look forward to buying the tickets even though i don't think anyone is going to look forward to buying the tickets um but yeah that's 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 it um i heard a bit of news as well of how they're going to do the seating um i think over the weekend they said they're going to have forty-five thousand people on both nights of wrestlemania which sounds a bit insane but they are kind of setting it up like pods so you can go, you can buy one ticket and be in a pod for six people by yourself, or you buy six tickets and six people are in a pod. So um, they are taking some type of um, kind of precautions yeah. and stuff. That kind of you've just addressed the answer. Sorry, I forgot there was more questions that's come in. Sorry, uh, there was a question here um, by Harito James at Harito underscore James. He says thoughts on two night NXT takeover in April. Do you think fans are coming back in a greater? So, um, well, now that the NXT guys got COVID, I guess that yeah. doesn't look likely, does it? Yeah, it, it, it may just put, a, you know, there's there's people in NXT, um, fans in NXT now in the Capital Center. They have a few fans in there, like 100 fans, I think, um, under the screens that they have. But um, yeah, like apparently this has been a really big outbreak. Vince McMahon is apparently losing his temper with all of this and people not sticking to protocol that they have. Um, I think... Um, Champa and Thatcher were meant to have a match with Imperium that match is in jeopardy um, I can't remember what the other match that they said is in jeopardy for this week but um, yeah it's not looking good for NXT even going into their two night um, takeover uh, speaking of let's stick on NXT for a bit longer sorry Flu I'll let you do you, do you, do you want to chime in with something go ahead chime in, chime well, no, I was just going to say I've heard that UFC are going all in in Florida and they're going to have a full capacity crowd of like 75,000 people so is the reason WWE are holding fire a little bit as they're waiting to see what's happening with UFC because Dana White's a twat as we know, never wore a mask he's refused, oh yes he's refused refused to wear a mask since day one we know he's a twat but is and so is Vince bizarrely for once like going, I'm going to wait and see what happens there before, is, is that possible what, what, Do you know when their event is? Do you know when the UFC is? Oh no Oh no I tried to watch CM Punk match, but I, I got 10 seconds in and just had to turn it off. I started weeping. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh Punk, what are you doing? No. <laughs> that, um, that might be a thing if, obviously, if the UFC was going to be before WrestleMania and they put out 75,000 people, Vince would definitely be thinking, well, let's up, you know, the amount of people we could get in here if nothing went wrong. But um, even 45,000 on both nights sounds a bit ridiculous in this climate. Mm. 
Um, I know we're going all over the place because I know you're still talking about the news, Max. I'm just going to quickly answer one more question by Ben Matthew Clark at Real Ben Matthew, well, Real Ben M. Clark. What are your thoughts on NXT adding the women's tag team titles to the brand? How long before NXT UK do the same? Overkill for me personally, hashtag too many titles. Uh, Flu, do you have an issue with NXT um, doing a women's tag team division with the tag team titles? <laughs> I would go to the gentleman who's paying attention at the moment. Max, over to you. <laughs> you know what? I, I like it because the women in NXT, there's loads of them and they deserve it because it's, it's the best women's division in the world as far as I'm concerned. Um, NXT are also planning a second show. So um, this could obviously spread across two shows. This, this title but it's ultimately it's a shame because they said that the women's the WWE women's tag titles was going to go across all brands and it has never done that and th th this is them compensating for bad booking of that title so mm. we didn't need this extra title that's why yeah I agree it's overkill but in terms of the division in NXT, they deserve something like this there's too many women there to just be spinning their wheels you know I agree it would make sense that the most healthiest women's division in WWE, all of WWE, is in NXT. So it's good for them to thrive and have more than just the women's, the the, 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 the NXT title to go for. You also have some women tag team titles as well. Okay, uh, Max, let's keep going on with the news, please. Um, So what do we talk about? Talk about WrestleMania, then obviously the, the outbreak, like we said, in NXT. Um, The last bit of news, which started over the weekend, um, has trickled into this week, is Andrade... Cian Almas, your boy, Skillet, La Sombra, you know, he's he's asked for his release. Um, he didn't get it, wasn't granted it. Um, I think he was apparently at the show on Monday night. Um, obviously backstage, he wasn't seen. Charlotte Flair wasn't at the show, um, wasn't seen. Mm. They have said it was uh, it's unrelated. Obviously, those two are a thing, they're engaged for those that don't know. Um, it's been said that Charlotte Flair is is completely unrelated incident, but um, yeah, he's asked for his release. They've rejected it, and um, I guess the next thing people want to know is how long he's got left on his contract. Well, yeah, okay, but rejecting it is one thing, but reject it and tell him, okay, you know what, you're not happy. We're gonna make you happy. Let's do something with you. You're an outstanding talent. Yeah. Um, you know, okay, you you lost your you lost your you lost your spokesperson. You lost your voice. You lost your Zelina Vega. Okay, let's make this right. You get you get. Let's put you with Charlotte. Let's put him with Charlotte. Let's put them together. Like, unfortunately, the manager, the CEO of the WWE is not Ryan Skillet Albert. Is Vincent Kennedy McMahon, and that is not the answer he'd give. His answer would be, "Who are you? Where are my sandwiches? Go and get me a steak. I don't know who you are." You're going out with Charlotte, but she's blonde white woman. I'll be done with it. I, I, I've got to tell you right now, guys. I'm at the moment. I'm meditating. I'm studying uh, Buddhism. I'm reading up on philosophy. I'm reading up on psychology, and I'm trying to be a better person. And I'm trying to be more positive. So that's why the podcast has become a major problem because this product is shit. What we are watching, gentlemen, what are we doing with our lives? Because this is shit. We are dissecting a children's TV show because that's what it has become now. We might as well be dissecting, you know, you and me. Max, what do you think? Well, I think this week Peppa Pig didn't give a very good performance. And I think, um, what do you think? Oh, I was so pissed off about SpongeBob fucking SquarePants and stuff like that. 
product is a kids program. Have the Shane McMahon, Ron Strowman stuff makes me want to go to a Buddhist mountain, find that Zen master, and say, "Okay, you may be Zen, but have you watched Shane McMahon and Braun Strowman in a conversation?" Because I was crying, man. you will give up everything. It, don't you agree, guys? It's just you know what the problem is, yeah. As wrestling fans, yeah, we've all seen brilliance. We've all seen excellent stuff, excellent booking, great matches, outs, whatever. But the general probably don't care about that. No. Because, because <laughs> wrestling never helps themselves. And when I say wrestling, I mean across the board. They don't yeah. help themselves because you can just click on the channel and the first thing you see is something that is so embarrassing to be yeah. a wrestling fan. Just, that's why I never argue anyone that wants to say, oh, you watch wrestling? Oh, you know, wrestling's fake, you know? Like, yeah. Whatever, because I don't blame you. Because yeah, it's like me tuning in and catching a really embarrassing scene in like I don't know, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race or something embarrassing in. Uh, Are you saying you don't you don't sashay away, skills? What's what's sashay away? What's that? I, I, I actually have to watch some because my girlfriend watches it. So well, yeah, my lady, my lady is a massive. Sometimes and go, what is this? And yeah. I think it's the same with them. But the thing is, Skillet, what you say there is so true. But back in the day, people used to go, because there's always been shit in wrestling. There's always been carny shit. But then we go, yeah, we'll watch this. Click. Mm -hmm. And we show them something. Yeah. We show them that heart. We show them Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. We show them, you know what I mean? The rock. The rock the but the problem is these days, if you were to flick it to something and say, watch this, there is nothing. Yeah. Okay. Like the best stuff you've got now, you could say, Roman Reigns is okay now. That shouldn't be your best thing. You go, Roman Reigns is okay now. Edge is back. Daniel Bryan kind of wrestles. It's, it's, but very, he it's very few and far between. You're right. It's insane. And it's just, you know, oh. Oh, <laughs> in fact, I, let's talk about the other news, right? Have you heard that Jim Johnston's come out and said, what's wrong with the wrestling music at the moment? Which is so true. Jim Johnston, they got rid of. The CFOs, they got rid of. And now all of the music is generic crap. And I, I've, I've realized one of the main reasons I like wrestling was, of course, because of the sport, the art. But it was but also music as well. It was the entrances. It was the entrance music. And it was the crowd. There is no crowd at the moment. There is no entrance music at the moment. There is no um, performers that I care about at the moment. And if they, I do, they're being restricted. What are we doing with our lives, guys? Mm. <laughs> well, thank, hey, you that, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Hello, everybody. <laughs> so, here you go. I've done a list, guys, of did we talk about this? So, okay. okay. So, how, so, but okay, Jim Johnston, we agree the music is naff at the moment. They need to sort that out. Yeah, correct. That's okay. probably because, that's probably because of COVID. You know that, right? What's that? They're probably not. They're not probably looking to invest a lot of money on great themes at the moment. So they're doing generic shit until they have crowds back in and they can probably pay for better theme quality. I don't know. I could be. I'm just guessing. I think. Um. So I know that when the CFO guys left, um, there was a thing that they were discussing that CFO have um. I think something about royalties and all of this yeah, kind of stuff. It is about royalties, and, and that's why they were trying to take everyone's CFO entrance music from them, so they don't have to pay out this external company at this at this point. Hence, yeah. why Keith Lee and stuff lost their music. Alistair you Black watch when they get a Peacock; they're going to lose all of it when they get a because if you know if you notice, Ric Flair's music isn't correct. Uh, the Undertaker's music isn't correct in certain periods and stuff like that. They don't want to pay 
anybody anything. So, oh. Apparently oh, now, I, yeah. I, apparently I, I on thought... the network, it's really it's 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 bad now. On the network, you might see some people walking out to entrance music, which is like totally not. But not I thought they own the right. I thought they own the rights to those music. For a period, well, for this Johnny Cash, for instance, you'll never find the "Ain't No Grave" Undertaker entrance other than YouTube on a dodgy video. They will, ne they don't want to pay. Yeah, Johnny I know, I know. Yeah, I know. They edit, yeah, they edited that on the network. I remember that. It I depends remember. how they do it, man. They might be, you know, licensing licensing it off them for like a certain period of time. Um, yeah. I believe CFO were already like an established bunch of yeah. producers or something before yeah, they, they were. came in. Yeah, so yeah, that's that's maybe why that maybe their agreement was different. Who knows? Okay. I've got another one here. Um, leg slapping has been banned. I heard, yeah, I heard about this, yeah. Which is the most... Okay, so hang on. So Vince has decided that he doesn't like leg slapping this week because he's insane. Do you know what I mean? Which is... Banning the leg slap is like banning the punching... The, the, yeah, Randy Orton's, yeah. Randy Orton's always slagged off leg slapping. But how is it different to stomping on the mat when you throw a punch? Mm-hmm. It's exactly the same. It's completely ass backwards. It's completely nonsensical. And also, I don't know if you've noticed, but Drew McIntyre's special move is now shit because he doesn't actually kick you in the face. Shawn Michaels used to kick you in the face, which is why it worked. And when he stopped kicking people in the face later in his career, he slapped his big puffy new trousers. Do you know what I mean? That's one of the reasons he got the big puffy new trousers in the old race, so he could slap it, so he didn't have to hit people. Now, have you seen since... Drew McIntyre hasn't been able to leg slap. He's been missing the kicks from miles, but it doesn't. You can't even convince yourself that they're real because there's no leg slap anymore. Yeah. Help me. I, Help me. I don't. I don't know what's the real reason behind that decision. Um, yeah, that will be an interesting reason. One to know why that you know why they've taken this course of action makes no sense. Anything else, anything else you want to pick up, Flew? Oh, yeah. Okay. How about this? How about this? this? I loved this last week. Did you guys, you might have talked about this, but I don't know. Maybe Tay mentioned it. But we had Naomi and Lana coming down to the ring. Turn the lights off. Shake your ass. Shake your ass. Cut to a video about it being Women's Week and how we need to respect women and how women are brilliant. Cut back to Lana and Naomi shaking their asses again. At the WWE, that idiotic they think you can cut from two women shaking their asses cut to a video about respecting women and then cut back to two women shaking their asses also lana has one job which is skid across the floor like naomi this week she, she met slipped, her <laughs> and she fell over and the way for her to cover it was to spread her legs and i'm like if you as a performer you have one job slide and you're like oh no i messed it up i'm gonna cover it by spreading my legs. I'm just like, and, and I was going to do a big rant about what's happened to women's wrestling. And then Asuka came on and tried to kill a woman. I went, oh, actually, women's wrestling is going to be okay. But without being disrespectful, when I watched the early women's wrestling, when I stopped watching wrestling about a year ago, it, it seems like women's wrestling was in pretty safe hands. All the matches, it was some of the best stuff on the show. We went to New Orleans. The best match was Asuka versus Charlotte. I watched back and it's become beautiful women shaking their asses and doing backflips again, but not actually hitting each other with the backflip. What's happened to women's wrestling? Um, well, Ooh. I mean... Uh... You know the funny thing? Last <laughs> week, we, we actually acknowledged Naomi and Lana's entrance, and we, we must have missed that bit of the, the advert being in between. 
Um, I think Raw Women's Division is in a terrible place right now. The SmackDowns isn't as bad. Um, as we spoke about earlier, NXTs is very well handled, very well managed. But Raw's is in a terrible, terrible place right now. And, you know, this, this resurgence of Asuka, which we'll talk about with our Raw review, um, looks good. Hopefully they don't mess that up. But, um, yeah, mixing, mixing that, when you say it like that, mixing mm. that kind of entrance with... You know, International Women's Day or whatever it was. It's just no thought behind it. Do you know what I mean? It's it's it's, you you can tell they've told them all to tag up as well. They've told all of you find a friend, you're with her, you with her, get matching gear. They've said that to all of them as well for Mm. some reason. What else did I have? What else did I have? Hang on, what else? Well, one, we'll talk about Shane. Did you talk about the Shane thing? What was your no, theory? We're, we're going to talk about that. We'll I, it, yeah. I, I mean, last week's one when he forgot his lines or just had a stroke. <laughs> yeah, we didn't that? know. Yeah. We didn't know what happened exactly. I don't know. And then they claimed that they did that on purpose, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, and so, I, so that's the other problem. I want when I watch some highlights of SmackDown. SmackDown looks quite good, but the fact is, I am not giving WWE any of my weekend at the moment. They're not. <laughs> my Friday starts at three o'clock. And from three o'clock Saturday and then Sunday is my weekend. I'm not watching wrestling over my weekend. And then by the time you get to Monday, SmackDown's too old. But SmackDown actually looks like it's okay. Is that true? SmackDown's okay, right? Okay, well, let's talk about SmackDown because um, I didn't I didn't watch SmackDown either, but I did know I did see Apollo Cruz's promo in his Nigerian accent. Max, can you please give us a quick rundown of SmackDown before we talk about Monday Night Raw? Um, so I think Edge Edge started the show. Edge came out and he was still obviously saying that you know he's gonna come after um Roman Reigns. He's got that match with Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Then Daniel Bryan came out and Daniel Bryan um Edge wasn't too happy that you know Daniel Bryan has basically pushed in front of the queue and Daniel Bryan's going to face um Roman Reigns for the title at Fastlane this weekend. And it was very weird coming from Edge, who is known as, you know, the ultimate opportunist, this, that, and the other. And he was telling Daniel Bryan that this isn't you, you know, you shouldn't be doing this and all of that kind of stuff. And it's like, huh? Like, this is the kind of stuff that you thrive off. So why is it a problem when someone else does it? But Daniel Bryan has, there's like a a flame lit under him, as they say, you know. He's really trying to prove that he's still got it, that he's not just passive in the whole WWE sphere right now. And, um, He's he's doing a lot. He to be honest, he's making the Roman Edge stuff pretty interesting to watch. Okay, okay, all right. So if he's the one making it a bit more interesting in terms of storyline, maybe it'll probably be a triple threat. It might actually come to be a triple threat. Yeah, it might it might get to that at um, WrestleMania. By the end of the night, we we were promised that we're gonna have this week um, Edge versus Jay Uso is happening on SmackDown on Friday, and the winner will be the special enforcer. For the Universal Championship match um, on Sunday at Fastlane. Anything else important, noteworthy to talk about? I saw about Apollo uh, Cruz, please. Yeah, Biggie Biggie returned, gave a big um, rah rah speech about you know how he's coming after Apollo Cruz and all of that kind of stuff. Um, good to see kind of serious Biggie that people often complain we don't get. Um, he then put out an open challenge. Well, he put out a challenge to Apollo Crews. Apollo Crews didn't answer it. Um, he then put out an open challenge. Baron Corbin was coming to accept it. Baron Corbin came out speaking in slow motion as he does. Didn't actually say the words of I accept. And Sami Zayn kind of comedically ran past him, said, I accept. He snooze, you lose. I'm taking it. He took the open challenge, um, lost to Biggie. And I think um, 
Apollo Crews came out and sneak attacked Big E after the match, um, stood tall and stuff like that. So, yeah, and they've announced now Apollo Crews versus Big E at Fastlane on Sunday for the Intercontinental title. Okay. All right. Okay. And anything else on SmackDown? Anything else noteworthy? Um, the women, the women of they had a set, uh, the KO show had Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks on it. Um, really not feeling this feud. Like, this is, you know, massive in terms of women main event in two of the best. And they, they can't seem to get a good enough story together. They've kind of inserted Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, Reginald into this section now as well. Um, I believe they had a tag match. Yeah, I think they had a tag match or something on on SmackDown. Um, Nia Jax pinned Bianca Belair, um, which is kind of crazy. <laughs> but um, yeah, Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks started kind of having an argument. Now on Friday, we're going to get Nia Jax versus Bianca... Sorry, Nia Jax versus Sasha Banks for the SmackDown Women's Championships. Um yeah, they, the, the way they intertwine these top titles with the women's tag belts is just a... Hang on, did you say Nia Jax has got a title match? Yeah, with... with oh, did, oh, oh, she must have won a Raw Rumble or an Elimination Chamber match. Yeah? <laughs> of course she didn't. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. Max, how did she get that title shot? If she didn't win a Raw Rumble or Elimination Chamber, how did she do it? She asked. Why would you kill yourself? In a chainsaw, barbed wire, <laughs> super death match. You could just say, can I just have a title match? Yeah, sure. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. They really are inconsistent with the booking, aren't they? The best. <sighs> They've been doing this for far too long as well. So this is why I flew so frustrated. Well, um, no, we shouldn't be frustrated. We're the, we're the ones in the wrong. It's a kids' TV show, and we're critiquing it. <laughs> I'm 40. I'm 40. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with me? I, I, I felt very much how you felt when, you know, Edge won the Royal Rumble and then literally about two weeks later, they said they're having an elimination chamber with all previous WWE champions for the WWE Championship. And I'm thinking Edge came in at, not didn't he just win it? He came in at number one, lasted mm -hmm. the entire field. Surely if, you know, Edge could have just went into the elimination chamber. There's only five other guys. Like, it's, it's, it's very inconsistent. And it just shows, of you know, it reeks of a, a show that's not booked, you know, months in advance or have storylines. It's just chopping change. The point is, I'd be enjoying this build if this was Roman Reigns and Jey Uso versus Edge and Christian. I would be really enjoying this build. But Christian has gone to AEW. When no offense, I don't really care. I care about Christian and Edge in WWE. Yeah. I love Christian, but I don't really care about him in AEW. And now I've realised I don't really... I My favourite moment in the Royal Rumble was when Edge looked up and saw Christian coming to save him. So again, I'm just like... So because of laziness or or people being not very good at their jobs, they let Christian just slip through their fingers. And I'm just like, I don't... Heyman hey, hey, caught a problem about Christian, didn't he, Max? Yeah, yeah, he said on Talking Smack, he basically said to Edge that, um, you know, that obviously tri um, tribal chief Roman Reigns is going to come after um, yourself. And, you know, even your guy Christian um, ran away. He didn't want to back, back it, basically. He said something yeah. along the lines of that. So I took a little dig at, at Christian. Before we talk about Monday Night Raw, there was a lot of Twitter buzz about Peyton Royce cutting a promo. Uh, on Charlotte and then the women's division. I saw this. Uh, this wasn't that great, bro. 
you know what? It was two weeks ago, and she hasn't yeah. been on two draws since. So yeah, well, there you go. It, it looked it looked all good and rah rah at the time, but it's like, mm. yeah. All right, let's oh, talk about. Man. Yeah. Oh, so I forgot to mention. I, I because I'm trying because I love you guys and because I, I I I'm trying to get back into wrestling. I thought, why don't I watch some AW? And I watched a little event called AW. Uh, what's it called here? Revolution. So um, I decided, right, this event's going to get me back into wrestling. This event is going to make me believe in wrestling again. I didn't hear your opinions. Can I just have your opinions on the the barbed wire exploding death match, please? If I could just hear hear what you think. Well, in terms of a one-on-one match, it was outstanding. Um, mm. Booked really, really well. Some really good bumps. Uh, you know, you haven't seen anything like this in American TV, uh, in wrestling, in the, in, in the wrestling world, in terms of in an American wrestling world, you haven't seen anything like this. So they were very paying very much homage to MFMW and paying a lot of homage to Pinch Loki Pro. Um, and you know, it was booked really well. There's some clever bites. I mean, Max, we talked about that bit with the when uh, Moxley had a foot on the rope on the on the on the wire that caused the explosion, yeah. Like really, really booked really well. It's just the um the ending was probably one of the worst things I've ever seen. It broke um, my heart. It was it, the handle. It was the handle falling down in War Games, wasn't it, with the electrocution on? Yeah, yeah. yeah it was like, when the, it was just. If that yeah. ended, if that ended paid off like it was supposed to, that that probably would have really helped AEW for for, yeah. the, for the probably for the majority of the year or so in terms of viewing viewership and getting things right. But it just proved. I'm not surprised because I always said that AEW will kind of TNA themselves, and um, <laughs> and and I went just when I thought, oh, I might be wrong here because yeah. they're doing a lot of good booking with New Japan, and you know they had that really inter- entertaining dynamite match before the pay per view with Shaquille O'Neal and you know Jay Cargill and all that. I thought, okay, they might be turning the turning. I could be wrong about AEW. I even I'm gonna lie to you guys. I even deleted after that dynamite episode i deleted an old tweet of mine i tweeted about i can't wait to see in 10 years time the rise and fall of aew i went back and i deleted it this again i thought you know what? i could be wrong about this so i deleted it only to be proven ah, i should have kept that tweet <laughs> because because that explosion flop is definitely something that could ruin a company so um but they did good job they did a good work of trying to redeem themselves a bit on dynamite afterwards but yeah that that's really bad. That flop. That's WCW. It was. It was. It was WCW two thousand decline. Bad. Is that? I was because I was. Uh, yeah, it was Hulk Hogan throwing a weird thing into Ultimate's face and stuff. Yeah. But it, yeah. it was. I was. Tr- I was so devastated because I was like, I mean, to be to be fair, without being weird, I didn't love the pay per view. I'm not a big fan of you know the Sting movie match. Oh, I love that. I love that match. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Maybe I'm just maybe I should just shouldn't watch wrestling. <laughs> what do you think of One Division? I loved it, absolutely hmm. loved it. Uh, Max, did you see One Division? We're not going to spoil it for people who haven't seen it on this podcast, but uh, an outstanding series. If you're a fan of the MCU, if you're a fan of the Marvel series, definitely, definitely watch One Division. And this Friday, they come back again with Falcon and winter souls you know i woke up monday morning thinking i don't know why i must have read the date wrong i thought it said 15th all this time it said the 19th but all the advertisement and the trailers i thought it said the 15th so i woke up monday excited got my breakfast ready made pancakes i was like yeah falcon and winter soldier oh it's friday 
But no, but it's this Friday. It's this Friday, so we got a couple of days left, so it's not too bad. But um, but yeah, Max, I don't know if you're into MCU or Marvel, are you? No, I wouldn't say into. Watch it here and there. Well, okay. Hang on, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on, we're like-minded people. You choose to watch WWE and not watch Marvel. <laughs> you choose to spend time <laughs> watching this tripe rather than watching Marvel. Marvel, you know, there's some, you know, not all of Marvel is perfect, yeah. but they're they're like 75 percent good. WWE at the moment, I. I mean, truth, truth be told, I'm not really like a TV person at all. I hmm. watch football um, and I watch WWE. Who's your team, brother? Who's your team? Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal. Arsenal. Mm. Good win the other night. Well done. Good win the other day, man. Very good win. I love how Flu has totally derailed this conversation. Mm. To talk about anything. I, talk about rest- I just want to talk to my friends about life. I don't want to talk about this trash. I don't want to talk, I don't want to talk about Braun Strowman versus Shaman. When Braun Strowman... Have- yeah. No, listen to me. Listen to we have me. A, we have a job to do, Flu. There's people that want to hear our thoughts. On okay, TV. I'll tell you. Okay, people, you want to play me? Oh, no, 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 save it, save it, save it. about to drop a pipe bomb. Save it. Hold that pipe bomb. Hold the pipe bomb. We're going to give you enough time. Yeah, you got to sit. Yeah, hold your legs up. Get a Stone Cold Steve Austin shirt. Um, hold the mic close to you. Hey, Ace, how you doing? Hey, Ace. <laughs> Breaking the fourth wall, Ace. Um, you know, just wait a second, Mr. Right. Punk. Hold that for. Um, uh, Max, should we talk about Raw? We shall, but the bad times are going to keep rolling. Um, <laughs> Raw started with the breaking news. Um, of Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley is going to be the um, WrestleMania match for the WWE Championship. Um, just unceremoniously announced it. You know, Drew is facing Sheamus this week, this weekend, sorry, um, at Fastlane. For what? Why isn't that the number one contenders match for the WWE Championship? Drew has ultimately, question. you know, as Flew has been saying today, Drew has basically walked into a championship match at WrestleMania. He's not well, necessarily feel... the number one contender. Miz is the last person to hold the belt, so he would be, you know. So it's Miz had his rematch though, and he lost. Miz had his rematch to Lashley. He lost to Lashley on Raw. Mm-hmm. So there you go. You can say that it wouldn't make sense Sheamus being the number one contender because they've had two matches on Raw and McIntyre won them both. So he won well, one well, of them. The other well, he won. He won yeah. one of them. The first one they had a double count out or whatever it was, mm-hmm. or the double knockout or whatever. Yeah. yeah? And then McIntyre won the second one. So, so, so let, let me stop you right there then. Why are they fighting on Sunday then? Good question. So I do agree that that, that fast lane should be a stipulation where whoever wins that gets number one contendership. I agree with that. But rightfully so, McIntyre should definitely be the number one. I feel like when I kind of got a bit uh, excited when Lashley won the title and I said, to, and I said, oh, they might actually go the full, they might actually have Lashley retain and have Lashley Lesnar SummerSlam. I don't think that's the plan. <laughs> I think I feel like they're gonna stick to the original plan was to have McIntyre win it back in front of a crowd, and that's probably what we're gonna see. We probably still will see Lashley Lesnar. Probably just won't be a title involved. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's where that's why I think we're going. And I think, like you said, I think maybe they're just overbuilding Lashley right now. That's so right. That so he can look worthy to face. He wins. Yeah, to yeah to look worthy against Lesnar to be a worthy mm. opponent against Lesnar. So yeah, you're saying um, that he's he's gonna beat Drew. Sorry, I know. I'm saying, I'm saying, Drew's gonna. She's gonna beat Drew at WrestleMania. No, no, I think Drew's gonna win. 
So what was the point in all of this Lashley Just to build up Lashley. It's to build him up and have Lashley go against Lesnar sometime this year. I've actually got some um, top secret, unknown news, unknown by anybody, hot off the press. You know Bobby Lashley's just won the title? Yeah. Do you know what they're calling this era? (laughs) (laughs) Any idea? The, The Lashley era? No, 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 they're not doing it. The Lashley, no, no, not the Almighty era. The Almighty era. Well done, guys. (laughs) How did you know? Did you guys? How did you guys know? I thought this was hot off the press, secret stuff. Because they haven't mentioned that it's the feckin' Almighty era every five seconds. And the problem with Lashley, I'll take. You know, I've got, I've got a bet for you guys as well. Like Lashley. It looks brilliant. And by the way, they look, him with the suit, they look for wicked. Yeah. The fact is, Lashley is going to mess up a promo, but he almost messed this promo up. He mentioned twice in one promo that it was the almighty era. He did it at the beginning. He went, this is the almighty era. Then he said another couple of things. And he went, and... um, this is the, so if 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 Lashley doesn't mess up a promo or a move before WrestleMania, then I'll um eat your hat. I'll eat my hat. If if Lashley doesn't mess up a promo or a thing before WrestleMania, I'll eat my hat. Okay. I don't think Flu's gonna be eating any hats soon because I think he's absolutely right. He's definitely gonna mess up a promo uh, and a move. Um okay, let's keep going, Mex. Please. Looks amazing. Looks amazing. But the problem yeah, is, Lex Luger has proven to us, and a lot of other people have proven to us, looks ain't enough. No, he looks not. amazing, but the fact is... Uh. Yeah. Uh, Max, anything right. else? Please talk yes. about more. So, um, <laughs> yeah, this this has been announced on the night we got um, out of this kind of feud. We got Miz versus Drew McIntyre. Um, Drew McIntyre made easy work of him put him away with the hurt locks and did a message to Bobby Lashley and then to, in the main event we got Sheamus versus Bobby Lashley very brutal match like the kind of matches that Drew McIntyre and Sheamus been putting on in recent weeks um, Bobby Lashley got the win in the end um, Drew McIntyre ended the show standing tall came and gave a um, what's his finish the Claymore the Claymore to Bobby Lashley and um, just kind of stood over Seamus, telling him you're next and all this kind of stuff because of their match at Fastlane, which means nothing. Um, moving on, I guess another big story coming out of it was this whole Braun and um, Shane McMahon angle. Braun, again, was demanding Shane McMahon comes to the ring and, you know, says what he needs to say to him and all of this kind of stuff. In the end, they decide that they're going to have a match on the night. Um, this match never gets started. The minute that um, Shane McMahon comes to the ring, he starts running around the ring and all of this kind of stuff, trying to dodge Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman eventually, um, you know, he's going to do his little train run thing that he does around the ring and bounce into Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon pulled a cameraman's camera, used it on Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman was selling the camera injuries. He put him onto the commentary table. Shane McMahon done his elbow drop from the... The ring to the commentary table as he does yeah. 
he reached under the the ring, pulled out two buckets of slime, um, and dumped the slime over um Von Strowman like this was a Nickelodeon show or something. Oh wow! Um, I haven't seen any of this, so this is this is hilarious. You telling me this? It's yeah, hilarious. I mean, to be honest, I think you know that now these two are having a match at Fastlane, um, because this match never actually happened. I thought you know the match at Fastlane. The match of Fast Lane's happening. They are doing this at WrestleMania, yeah, and I'm yeah, going to yeah. shoot myself in the dick because this is the worst shit. <laughs> Skills. It's you know the 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 stuff last week when Shane. I thought I was worried for a sec. I thought he was having a stroke. He wasn't having a stroke. He just obviously forgot his lines, even though they've lied to us. And then he just right. It's the most unbelievably. And I know this one's for kids. And the green slime, as you mentioned, Max, has proven that this is a. They've put green slime. So this is a kids. This is for kids. So Neil, calm down. Flu, calm down. But the fact is, Doink versus Brett was probably for kids. That was awesome. You know, Rockers versus Orin Express, you know, was the jokey opening match, but was yeah. awesome. There's no reason for this. It's, and also the thing is, Braun Strowman is saying Shane McMahon is scared of him, but Shane McMahon started this fight. For no reason, for no reason, he has just started on Braun Strowman. And then Shane is calling Braun Strowman dumb. But at the same time as calling him dumb, he's forgetting his lines. He's fluffing his lines. He's saying, you fell down the tree of thickness and hit every branch. He's he, acting like a Neanderthal in all of this. Yeah, he, he said, um, you're stupid, so you, you're going to die out like the T-Rex. The T-Rex didn't die out because of stupidity. It died out because of a meteor, you cretin. And it's just, you've got this boss's son. Anybody else would be taken off television and fired. But because he's the boss's sweaty son, <laughs> he's so pumped full of protein shake, he can't remember his lines. He pretends to be cool. He's a flabby, sweaty mess. This is embarrassing, and that's when I turned off. I didn't watch the rest of the show because I could not. I real, I, I was like, I love the guy, so I'm going to watch it because everybody wants to hear my opinion. Then I realised that no one knows who I am, no one cares who I am. So if I don't want to watch this shit, I don't have to. And I turned it off, and now I feel. But it's just terrible. Well. It's Thank you for that, Flu. Oh, that, that is a pipe bomb. Flu That's a pipe bomb. Of the year. Isn't it? Isn't it just? No, you're all right, bro. You are right. You're right. It's horrible, and it it's painful because this is when it's done correctly. This is the most beautiful product in the world because it's the Marvel. Go back to Marvel. It's Marvel in real life. When it's done correctly, it's Marvel in real life, and it's the most beautiful thing in the world. But at the moment, I don't understand. It's. It's like he is Eva hates us, and he's like, "I hate you. I'm going to give you exactly what you... I don't. I don't understand. Help okay. me, guys. Help me, please." Uh, Flu, we we love um, your honesty, <laughs> and uh, we sympathise because yes, you've been a lifelong wrestling fan, and you've kind of grown tired of where it's become, and. This has been a long to, to give people more context who might be thinking, wow, this guy's taking his very it's, <laughs> it's, it's years of this. It's built it up and yeah. it's it's upsetting. So but this has uh, always been there, but there's always been the positive stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's my problem at the moment. Because and, and like I say, these are incredible athletes, these are incredible wrestlers, but because of the restraints they're being put on them, they can't improvise. They have to go the script. They have to do a certain amount of moves. They can't even leg slap. Can you imagine trying to wrestle 
but you're like, oh, hang on, must, hang on, I've got to look at this camera when I do that move. I can't slap my leg, but at the same time, oh, the, oh, some, the referee's just told me there's an advert on, so I need, it's got to be impossible for them. So I'm not knocking the artists. Yeah. I'm knocking whatever the the brainchild is behind this. But and, it's the right, okay. and the writing, and the writing, and the writing. Is yeah, it's the pencil, but it's okay, Skills, because you know who they've rehired? Oh, Funkman. Funkman's back. They've rehired Johnny... Fucking Johnny Laranitis. He's going to be he's in back? charge. Yeah, he's in charge of um talent again. Skills relations. Yeah, because it went so well the first time. Okay, all right. Let's move on, Max. What else have you got there? Because I'm not. Even, I'm, 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 everyone I'm, must hate me moaning. It's because I'm no, full of it. I apologize. No, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Uh, Max, what's next, brother? Well, it's the truth and honesty as well. Um. Next up, we had um, the New Day. They were having a tag team title match against Hurt Business. Um, really good match. Tell me what happened. <laughs> I'll get there. I'll get there. Really, really good match. But you could tell by the ending of this match that Hurt Business weren't going to come away with the titles. And they they lost to um, New Day. New Day become 11-time tag team champions in WWE. Um, I thought this stinks just because, you know, it's blatantly just one of those quick switcheroos just before WrestleMania get the title on, I guess, the more popular team. So it's not good for, you know, Cedric Alexander, Shelton Benjamin's confidence, in my opinion. But, um, hey, they've done it anyway. Straight after they win the title, AJ Styles comes out with almost. AJ Styles comes out, cuts a promo saying congratulations to the New Day. He's saying, you know, I've won everything in WWE, Intercontinental title, US title, WWE Championship. Um, but I was speaking to Omos and Omos told me one thing, that him and me should become Raw Tag Team Champions. So we are challenging you guys, the New Day, um, to a match for the Raw Tag Team Championships at WrestleMania. Um, Kofi made a... a kind of funny jab he said you know are you guys even registered as a tag team almost you need to get yourself some gear and all of this kind of stuff but ultimately xavier woods accepted the challenge um they did draw back to um almost dumping xavier woods over the barricade a couple of weeks back which was good but um you know aj styles someone of his caliber in this kind of tag team match at wrestlemania seems criminal um, the way we've got to this match at WrestleMania seems criminal. Um, again, this just feels like another slapdash. Let's just announce something to sell tickets whenever we start selling tickets. Um, so yeah. basically, Xavier, Kofi, AJ is going to be working hard at WrestleMania because almost, I'm sorry, that guy, yeah. you can't do anything. The, the, I'm, most I'm, can, the most he can do is a great Carly chokeslam. We haven't seen him in NXT. He's, you know, well, he was on the NXT house circuit, the, the developmental of developmental. So, um, and then from there, you know, we saw him on Raw Underground as Shane McMahon's um, doorman. And now he's almost running with AJ Styles. And, and you know, and you know, AJ almost are probably going to win the titles. Yeah. 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 100%. Oh, so oh, I think it should be even, a, I think, yeah, this is a five minute New Day jump around, make him look good and yeah, squash. Tag belts, yeah. Which I is mean, like yeah, AJ's talents. Well, I guess AJ will wrestle the like the four minutes and he'll come in and do the one minute, like you say, choke slam pin done, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I was I thinking, mean, one thing I was saying, go on, sorry, I was gonna give my one positive uh, I've got positivity. I found a positive thing. I love how confident Kofi is on television now, where he's just doing ad libs and he's just yeah, throwing yeah. 
He don't care. He don't care. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. Yeah. And I'm loving, and he's probably one of the most entertaining. You know what is? It's, and I, it's it's 20, what year is it? 2021. It's 2021. <laughs> Two of the most entertaining cats are Kofi Kingston and Seamus. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, That's crazy, isn't it? That's they're, crazy. Both, they're both so confident. They both know it's trash. And they're both, but they're both doing incredible work with what they're given. And I feel sorry for Seamus and Kofi that they both in underspots when for me, they're with, up there with Roman, they're some of the most over-performing over guys at the moment. I agree. Yeah. I think, I think they need to really reevaluate what they're doing with Seamus. Because Seamus, since he's been back from his injury, that he took a little space out, he's been producing nothing but he's great matches. Brilliant. Well, you know what? His, his, his win-loss record is terrible for all of those matches. Yeah, it's literally since about the middle of last year till now, his win-loss record is so bad. But the quality of matches he's put. Yeah, like, I've always rated. Oh. I've always rated Sheamus as a worker. I've always known how great of a worker he is. I just, I never felt he, he was booked well. And obviously, mm. they put him in a tag team of Cesaro for a long time, which was obviously I love that tag team too. Yeah. But Sheamus, like, they need to really put a, a little bit of a rocket behind him and and. Push him, but that, push that skills. When they put a rocket behind him, I didn't support him. Did you guys? When they had put I the rocket behind him, because it was, weird, too, it? it was too, it was too fast. And obviously, at that time, yeah. Brian was the guy, and they were trying to squash Brian. And that's why yeah. I kind of, I kind of resented Sheamus for a bit around mm. that time. I, I but, never cared about Sheamus until the bar with him and Cesaro. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Um, one thing. One thing I'll just say add to this is that. <clears throat> I think they should have went a multitude of different directions, obviously. I think they could have even done Omos versus Xavier Woods at WrestleMania if they really want to give Omos a match because there's a story budding there and Xavier Woods to have a singles match at WrestleMania, it just seems like something that's deserved. Obviously, he does a lot for the company outside of WWE in terms of up, up, down, down and all of that. You know, go one better. They could have done Xavier Woods versus AJ Styles. Um, oh. Oh. Why, why wouldn't they? Like they've even got you know back and forth from up up down down and stuff like that, I and they're really like... and they're really really close from yeah yeah from they've, P they've from, had matches in TNA TNA, yeah. TNA days AJ I, AJ loves uh, Xavier loves I just him. I just don't know you know where why they've done this I think if this is you know there's any WrestleMania it's two nights they've got enough time to you know give Xavier Woods a singles match he his career deserves such so. um yeah, I think they've 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 literally dropped the ball. But this is clearly, you know, get the belts on the more talented guys. Now we're gonna get the belts on AJ and almost. Speaking of Xavier Woods, did anybody see that tweet he put out that went viral with his kids? No. He was in a, he's in a kitchen with his kids, and they, and him and his son are singing along to Wham. Um, they're singing to Wham. Uh, everything she wants. Somebody tell me. Oh, I didn't see it. Yeah, they're singing along to it, right? And then the younger son, who's like a, basically a baby, <laughs> he, he chimes in as well. Like it was really sweet. If anybody's seen this, it's a very sweet video. Like I would recommend it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna try and find it. Put it on. I put it on a kick out WhatsApp. It was a very sweet I'll video. Xavier and his kids singing to Wham. Anyway, um, let's keep going. Yeah, moving on, we saw the return of Asuka. Obviously, she got laid out three, four weeks ago by Shayna Baszler, kicked in the mouth, lost the tooth. Apparently, there were some concussion issues there as well, but she's back. Um, she had pretty much, you know, a straightforward match with Shayna Baszler. Nothing great happened in the match per se, um, but it was post-match where she put a real beating on Shayna. Um, went Around, to like, three minutes, skill, three minutes, four minutes, 
Yeah. She, she, so what, the, what's it? It's one of those weird things where I hate Shayna Baszler being jobbed, but yeah. Asuka jobbed her. And she was got, and what was she about to do at the end, Max? Go ahead. Yeah, just for, for the finish of the match, they basically done, um, I think she was in the Kirifuja lock. Um, Asuka kind of flipped around on her. So she, she was still in the lock, but pinned both of Shayna's shoulders down, got the three count. So Shayna kept her in the lock after the match was finished. And then she got out and then, um, Asuka went to wrap, she rammed her head into the bottom turnbuckle, um, went to do it again, but took off the pad this time. But the referee stopped her. This um, is brilliant. She was gonna teeth out, yeah, yeah. So uh, they've got Asuka looking, you know, in one week, they've got Asuka looking somewhat credible again. Um, well, how did Asuka's teeth look? You c- can't see it, I think it's one of the ones in the back. It wasn't her front teeth, no, 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 no. I'm glad to hear that. I thought it was a front teeth. Nah, I mean, if it was the front teeth, they probably just would have given her a fake one, innit? But um, I think, I think, yeah, they probably would have paid for her to get her like a, a dental yeah, yeah, operation she, straight away. It was one of the I, ones in the because Natalia had one of her front teeth taken out and she got a, a really dent, a dental work done, and it looks like nothing's ever been yeah. removed. Um, I, think, okay. I think they just build to just Charlotte Asuka, they're just gonna do it. Do Charlotte Asuka too. And make Charlotte and make Asuka win. Make yeah, Asuka make, win. make Asuka win. Yeah, yeah. Just, I think that's just there's nothing going on in this division which shows us. Oh, maybe they can go down this road. Maybe they can go down this road. They should stop playing the Rhea Ripley vignettes and just keep Rhea Ripley ready for after WrestleMania. Mania, yeah, she needs, she needs to debut on the Raw after Mania. Yeah, don't involve her in this nonsense and just go with you know tried and tested Charlotte versus Asuka at WrestleMania. Okay, I'm glad to hear. That. I'm glad. I'm glad Asuka's back because I was worried that she was going to miss this mania, but she's back, so that's great. Yeah. No, she's got the title. <laughs> yeah, I know, but you know what I mean. You just yeah, thought, oh, maybe taking it off her. To be fair, yeah, I thought they were. I thought they would have stripped her. Do you think Charlotte takes the title off her at WrestleMania? No, nah, no, nah, Asuka's got to win. Asuka's yeah. got to win. She has to win. Yeah. Hmm. I don't. I don't think they do that again. Hopefully not. Anyway, you never know. Did she get Lacey involved or something? Dave Max is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I find your lack of faith concerning. Uh, Keep going, Max. Um, yeah, I think last but not least, in terms of big stories on the night, um, I can't believe I'm saying this, but Retributions, Mustafa Ali faced um, US champion Matt Riddle. Um, they didn't even put on as much of a great match as you would have expected, given the two names involved. They weren't really given like a lot of time. Matt Riddle retained... Um, Ali berated retribution guys after afterwards. Um, yeah, that was it. The one thing I actually I'll touch on Randy Orton. I think he, he didn't have a backstage promo, but um, there was something between him and Alexa Bliss, and Alexa Bliss basically called him out for a match at Fastlane. Um, which she never said the match like literally, I want you in a match, but they're advertising it like they're gonna have a match at Fastlane on Sunday. Um, yeah, okay. I mean, it's never, it's basically they're just selling us the return of um, Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt, aren't they? But it's just like I said a couple of weeks ago, Randy Orton must have signed a hell of a contract because they are feeding him some shite, aren't they? Incredible, <laughs> incredible. Having said that, guys, I've I have a hunch, a very strong hunch that this match with the fiend is going to be an exploding death wire barbed wire death match or whatever it's called oh what just to rub it in they'll do the explosion properly i just think so because they did last week when randy orton was having his match with aj styles he had when alexa bliss came on screen or whatever they had like shooting stuff coming out of the, the posts um the turnbuckles 
And then obviously he burnt this guy alive in the first place, the fiend, um, in an inferno match. So there's premise for fire and stuff like that anyway. And where it looked like they were going to do a fly, a firefly funhouse, funhouse match, which they did with John Cena and um, Bray Wyatt last year, that, that was because, you know, it was cinematic and there was no one in the arena. But there's going to be people there now. So what, are they going to play something on TV for 20 minutes? Mm. I think they're going to have something in a ring. And knowing WWE, if they want to be petty, petty, they can have an exploding barbed wire death match and it can go off in an outdoor arena how it's supposed to. They, they'll pre-film it as well so it looks perfect and stuff like maybe. that. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe. Interesting. I was going to give a big shout out to Red underscore Devil Biz who left me this voice message on Instagram today. Playing? It's not playing. <laughs> yes, yes, Skillet, my bro. You become very soft on the podcast, bro. Two years ago, you would have rang the ten count bell for Christian. <laughs> we would have heard that as well. <laughs> He's right. I, I probably would have, but uh, I'm gonna bring back the ten count. I'm gonna bring back that ten count bell. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I'm gonna bring that back soon, but um, there's nothing I could I should have done that for AEW with the death match, but uh, we'll keep it moving. Um, a few more <laughs> questions to slide in before we sign out. Um, this is from Nathan Stokes at Nathan Stokes 08. Uh, is anyone excited for Mania Card? <laughs> Not right now, no. Flip, are you excited? Max? There's one. There's one match I'm interested by, which is Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. My fear is. But they're going to do a rest or a WWE wrestling match, which is they're going to do all these incredible moves, which I've seen before. I just like just mix it up a bit. But I think Cesaro versus Seth Rollins is probably the match I'm looking forward to the most. Uh, any match you're looking forward to the most, Max? I'm looking forward to Sasha versus Bianca, although the build has been pants. Um, Roman stuff, I'm looking forward to. And um, I think they may do Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn, which is always good. Um, Seriously, what what makes you think that? Because that's very exciting. Because they're incredible. Just because they uh, like on SmackDown, they had a bit of interaction backstage. Um, Kevin Owens not jumping on board with um, Sami Zayn's conspiracies and all of this kind of stuff. It, I, it's literally the smallest glimmer of hope. But they, you know, why wouldn't they? Those two, you know, you're gonna get a good match. They've yeah, got and, we nice haven't, yeah we, and we haven't yeah. seen them wrestle one on one for a while. And yeah. and yeah, on a on a WrestleMania card, that'd be brilliant. I would I, yeah. I want to see that. I want to well, see that. as well. But if they put it, they could, I could see them putting it on the pre-show and then stealing the show. So yeah. They'll put it on the pre-show, and those two will steal the show without question. Yeah, Where, wherever they put it on the card, they're most likely going to steal the show if it 100%. reaches the card. So yeah, I, I'm I'm being a bit hopeful. We've only seen one week's worth of little interaction on that one, but they've got two nights you know, worth of stuff to fill. We're going to be like getting two, four hour, five hour shows. So yeah, mentioned this on raw, um, you know, bad bunny has got the 24 seven title. He, um, you thought the 24 seven title meant nothing. Um, he swapped it for some stone cold Steve Austin merchandise and gave it back to our truth. Didn't even lose it. He swapped it for a fake stone cold Steve Austin, 1299, replica wrestling belt and he gave it back he gave and back the legitimate wwe belt and he swapped it 
for a twelve ninety nine Stone Cold Steve Austin belt. Oh, isn't that great? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Bad Bunny on oh, Miz hitting with a guitar. Okay, yeah. so so we are we definitely going to see Bad Bunny versus Miz at Mania, obviously. It's it's. Opening match for Mania that be that be quite good. I think that'd be quite fun. Open I don't want that as an opening match. Put it as a toilet break match. You know, after after we get a banger of a match, give us Bad Bunny and Miz. All right. Opening match should get you hyped, you know? Ladder match, like, you see something dangerous happen or something, like, don't give me that. Oh, uh, I just got a tweet from Rizzy Rio, who actually has footage of Two Cold Scorpio in 2021. And wow, this is very impressive. This man can still move. Look at this. His last match was literally like two weeks ago. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah, he's a heavy boy, isn't he? He's so oh, smooth. Still he's, he's still got, he's still the, got the it, though. Smoothness. Like, he's, Incredible. He's... Yeah, man. Incredible. Um, let's keep going. Um, I always like... Uh, tweets at us. What was your first ever WrestleMania experiences? I've seen this. I've said this many times on the pod before. My first ever WrestleMania experiences experience was Warrior Hogan WrestleMania six, uh, in Canada, nineteen ninety. Uh, flu. My first WrestleMania experience. Christ, I guess it was. Um... Well, the first WrestleMania, I guess it was Rockers versus Barbarian and Haku. WrestleMania 7 was my first WrestleMania experience. And Shawn Michaels, Hard Cross Body, one, two, three. Yes. Okay. Max? The first Mania that I fully remember was um, WrestleMania 18, um, particularly Rock versus Hogan. Like, I just can't, I will never forget how I felt with those two just coming out and obviously being as big as they are. And that crowd was just electric for five minutes. They hadn't even touched each other yet. And, you know, the crowd was just going off on one. So, best two years of wrestling. That, yeah. that, that best that two period, years. Yeah. What was your answer, Max? Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. What was your answer? WrestleMania 18. Okay. Rock Hogan. Rock Hogan. Okay, okay. That was your first WrestleMania experience. The first one that I can remember as a child. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, and we have a, a one so last question. One last question from Kinetic again has asked us another question. He said, I read about it, but oh no, sorry, that's something else. Sorry, he said, he says, Oh, why did he delete his tweet? He deleted it. Why did he delete it? Oh, here we go. He was doing a shame. Okay, 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 here we go. Here we go. Hey, let me. No, I'm not going to. Uh, let me. Let me. Read this no, I'm not going to read this tweet. I'm going to go. I'm good. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to come back. You know what, Bron? You know you're thick, Bron. You, you know you're thick, Bron. I am connected. You know the tree. You know the tree of intelligence. You you fell down and and sweat, sweat. Hang on a second. Sorry, sir. Hang on, wait a second. I've got the wall up. Hang on a sec. <laughs> you know what? Uh, Braun, Braun, you're just a dumb guy. Oh, Braun, you, you, you fell down the intelligence tree. Which way did he go? Which way did he go? Yeah, uh, you fell down and hit every steroid on the way down. What? Hello? Um, I am Kinetic Tweets. What do you think are the key differences in terms of wrestling styles between stunning Steve Austin and Stone Cold Steve Austin? I will, I'll start off with this. Okay, oh, no, on, you go. No, you go. You go. Oh, 
Skillet, I've, I think I've spoken quite enough, but we know the answer. Skillet, you'll give the same answer as me. You go ahead, Skills. Well, obviously, Austin in the uh, in the south region of wrestling, in the in the mid from mid south to early WCW to WCW uh, with, with Hollywood Blondes and uh, very technical wrestler, very good Paris wrestler, technical had great um, in ring skill, and he carried that over when he came not only to ECW but into WWE when he became the ringmaster. Uh, but obviously, due to a very significant injury, he did have some nagging injuries before that. So some of his style did kind of change when he went to WWE, but he was still very technical. Uh, but obviously, when he had that major, major injury with the with the Owen Hart power driver, uh, that's when Austin really stripped down his moveset and did basic brawling style wrestling. I've got an answer here to the question by uh, Rick. Rizzy Rio, the guy who's oh, yeah, the guy who sent us that two core Scorpio clip. Uh, Rizzy does uh, Rizzy does it 24-7. He says, sorry to butt in, but for me, the difference in stunning use a lot of wrist, wrist locks, arm drags, and classic wrestling style like the sovereign the southern wrestling fans liked. He did a bit, he did a bit with the ringmaster alias, then injuries and character progress to a no shit talking stumper. That's just my opinion. And he's right, uh, brawling stumper. So yeah. Which just, which just shows again, Stone Cold Steve Austin is the ultimate version of, it doesn't matter, you don't have to do the flips, you don't have to do the thing for the second row. If you care about your character, you can basically kick and, and do a, you know, a, a, the um, Luthas press. Luthas, an elbow drop off the second rope and stomping. But because you cared about him, it didn't matter. And you've got these guys at the moment doing triple super flips, but you don't give a Oh my God, I'm just... Everyone's heard this. No one cares about hearing. I'm sorry, everybody, ever, for me just repeating the same old crap. No, but you're right, though, Flu. You're right. And also, Austin was just different with it. His intensity, his his his, his character, he believed in it. Very believable. You know, his, his, yeah, his, 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 when he was cutting you a promo, he was, he was, it was like he was <laughs> cutting you up in real life. So, yeah. Austin, like, there was, he's probably the greatest. Even when you watch him now as Steve Austin on his TV shows, on his podcasts and stuff, you can tell, okay, in the ring, he might have just turned it up, as they say. But this is him. Like, yeah, yeah. he's he's actually yeah. is Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like, yeah. very believable. And like you said, it's all about caring for the character and not letting the the machine drag your character through through the crap. Okay, I think that's where we sign off. That's it. That's all the questions we have. Uh, we talked about Raw. We talked about SmackDown. We talked about news outside of wrestling. Um, WrestleMania on the road to WrestleMania. We are, uh, is 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 we are on the road to WrestleMania. Is, is Fast Lane on this weekend? It's this Sunday. This Sunday is Fast Lane. Something to, I guess, kind of look forward to. AEW is on tomorrow, NXT on tomorrow. So we'll be back on Thursday for another show to run down. Um, those both shows before we sign out, Flu, you had a lot to say about wrestling today. Um, can we get you back on the show next week? <laughs> um, oh, yeah, just to chat to you guys. Right, Are you perfect. guys looking forward to have you heard WrestleMania is nine days? Did you have you heard this? It's nine days. It's nine, it's a week and two days. Yeah, WrestleMania is gonna be a WrestleMania weekend is a week and two days. Because they got you got the NXT two hour two hour what's it? Well, you, got, you got a raw on Monday two Hall of Fames. Two Hall of Fames, two NXTs, two, two... Monday Monday Raw, Tuesday Hall of Fame, Wednesday NXT, Thursday NXT, Friday SmackDown, Saturday Mania, Sunday Mania, Monday Raw, 
That's crazy. Yeah, I think that's where it ends. Thank right? God Max is here. And then, and then Tuesday, that's when they're going to launch NXT on the Tuesday after. That's crazy. Because they're moving it from Wednesday to Tuesday. That's right. There you go. That's the nine days. Um, can I, I, I just want to say, I, I apologise for my negativity. It's, uh, but it's because it's so terrible. Yeah. Thanks. Good night, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Flu. Um, next, anything before we sign out? Um, no, no. I think, like you said, Thursday, we'll try to give a rundown on AEW. Then next week, you want to do a, a, a fast lane show? Yeah, we're definitely going to do a fast lane show. I'm going to try and see if I can get Luke Owens for Wrestle Talk on that. In fact, let me message him now, actually. See if you up for that. I love you guys. <laughs> oh, friends. <laughs> yeah, we love you too, Flu. Why are you feeling neg- Why are you feeling bad about being speaking your truths? You're speaking your no, truth. You I don't think anybody wants to just listen to an old man moan about it. You know, because I'm I'm starting to sound like Jim Cornette or something. But it's just it's just it's it's just so disappointing. But I, I'm interested. I wonder if I would be this negative if there was a crowd there because I was always recently I've always been negative. But there's always been little things. There's always been little things to keep me in it. There's not much to keep me in, but I wonder if there was a crowd, if I would be as negative. Who knows? Mm. I'm, 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 just, Dog on. I'm, no, I'm saying I'm just, I'm just super disappointed that, you know, you thought this is the mania where they're going to be able to bring back fans and you thought, in, you know, they're really going to pull it out of the bag, at least for this next couple of months leading up to mania. And it's literally been the last year's build in the empty arenas has been better than what we've got so far. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. Well, there's nothing for me that I need to stand off on. Uh, it's just, uh, yeah, thank you for your questions. Thank you for contributing and keep following us and uh, we'll give you some more content. We're going to do another show on Thursday as we go on the road to WrestleMania Fastlane uh, review next week and uh, many more to come. Um, I've been Skillet. This has been Flu. This has been Mex. And uh, thank you for tuning in. <laughs>